I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kansas City, it's George Karlaftis, and you're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Let's head to the phone lines right now to be joined by Josh Klingler. You guys obviously know him from Fesco in the morning. He also does sidelines for the Chiefs Radio Network. Kling, how you doing today, my man? I got a little midday nap in, feeling great. Um, you know, uh, we can wait till Sunday for the next one, though. I'm cool with that. I was just going to ask you, how many hours of sleep are you operating on in the last, I don't know, 36 hours? Well, there was a two-hour flight back, and I... I can't say I slept, but I had my eyes closed. Uh, I think I got like 15 minutes between the airport and the facility, and then uh, and then I got about I got about uh, two and a half hours here in the middle of the day. So I, I guess I'm all right. Right now, we're joined by Josh Klingler, part of the Chiefs Radio Network. He does sideline. Kling, take us on the sideline when they win the game because one of the images for me that I'm going to remember from this game is Pat does the interview with Tracy Wolfson and he is running off the field and he is smiling like a kid that just got a brand new video game console for Christmas and the fans are throwing ice and he got hit with one of the snowballs and it was like that made his smile bigger. Like he just enjoyed how upset that they were that they had lost that game. Take us through the sideline when they missed that kick and Buffalo fans realize that they are not advancing in the postseason i mean it was as if the the volume got shut off because the crowd was awesome it was it was a really fun atmosphere a lot of times for chiefs games now we see a lot of chiefs fans you know travel and find themselves in the building and there's usually a big group there wasn't as big a group this time by any means i mean they were thoroughly outnumbered and so it was a it was a true road hostile atmosphere and, and yeah, if you turned around and say, I don't know, flip the bird to the crowd, you were getting snowballs, right? And so so um, Patrick wasn't that way, but he was, he was just relishing it. I, I think he, you know, felt like, well, this was part of being hated on the road. And I think that they had a lot of fun with it. But when they missed that field goal, Carrington, it's as if the stadium volume just went off and you could just hear the, oh no, and it was just, and then all you could hear was like the chief sideline chirping. Uh, it's it's never usually that quiet where you can hear everybody, you know, hooting and hollering on on the the Chiefs sideline because the crowd's usually doing something. I mean, they were absolutely gut punched. And then yeah, the ones that stuck around afterwards are probably a little bit mad. I was a little worried about the buses on the way out. I was kind of interested to see if that was going to get a little bit ugly. It really didn't. Um, you know, there were a few people flipping off the bus and stuff. And and then there was there were two dudes wearing Bills outfits. 
um, that were as the buses were leaving that they were bowing down. And I thought that was that was those were the, those are the two guys that got it. Like, yeah, you got us again. Kling, it almost felt to me as if a couple of their star players just really fed off of that energy. Like Patrick Mahomes, you mentioned how he carried himself coming off the sideline. You also saw Travis Kelsey, like he's blowing kisses to it. It felt like the it felt like the the leaders of this team, the guys who have played in these games over the course of the last five years, it really felt like they accepted the challenge of, hey, we have to have this mindset to go on the road and win an environment like the one we're gonna play in. I mean, they, you know, as much as you tune it out, they couldn't have possibly been immune to. I, I called it three out of every four national pundits who was picking Buffalo last week and basically saying that because they were playing this game at home, this was theirs. And so I think they used that as, as motivation. They had, yeah, they had a tremendous amount of fun winning on somebody's home field. That's kind of what I was asking you know, the guys I talked to after the game about winning somewhere else and how, how satisfying it is. And that's one of the best feelings in sports when you can kind of go and, rip somebody's heart out, um, you know, and their soul in their building. And so this was definitely that. I mean, this is adding torment upon torment to a Bills fandom and a Bills team. I'm guessing the ones inside there as well, if they were given true serum, would tell you, oh, my gosh, we got these guys again. Like, we can't shake these guys. And so, yeah, Travis and, and, and Mahomes and, and, and Chris Jones was, you know, he was chirping with fans all night long and, really kind of, I think, fueled his fire, too. No, they, they embraced it. They had a, they had a lot of fun. Um, you know, you'd, you'd like to not have the snowballs, but it wasn't like everybody in the – there wasn't like 70,000 people were throwing snowballs. It was a select group of, of idiots who were doing it, right? So you can't paint the whole picture that way. But, you know, the, the, the Bills fans I ran into, and it was interesting because uh, going from pregame to, the, to my field assignment, you, I had to walk through the stands, and I got Chiefs logos on and stuff, and – I really didn't get razzed. I mean, it, most of the people were pretty complimentary. They're like, "Hey, good luck tonight," you know, and um, we hope to beat you. Go Bills, you know. And they were they were they were pretty cool. I think that they just really wanted to beat the beat the Chiefs. Right now, we're talking to Josh Klingler of the Chiefs Radio Network, getting his thoughts about being on the sideline for the game between the Chiefs and the Bills. Kling, I led the show with there is a difference between having a great quarterback and an all-time quarterback. The Josh Allen played well. I think you could say that Josh Allen's two best games have come against the Kansas City Chiefs, whether it was the uh, the 13 seconds a couple of years ago or last night. I thought Josh Allen played well in both of those games. Buffalo had three opportunities to go take the lead and potentially win that game. They got a three and out. They ran a a very puzzling fake punt. They then got another three and out and had to punt the football. And then, I mean, they had first and they, they had first and 10 from the 27 yard line. They got one more yard. The rest of the game had to kick a field goal and they end up missing the field goal. Like you believe in that scenario that the Chiefs score because Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback. There is just a difference between a guy like Josh Allen, who might end up being a hall of famer, and then having maybe the most talented quarterback that we have ever seen. And in these games in which these teams feel so even, that appears to be the difference just about every time. Yeah. And, and last night, not about you, but I felt like first half Josh Allen was the best player on the field. And I thought he probably really had to be for them to win. And then, you know, give credit to the chiefs defense, but also in, in the second half, I mean, they didn't, they didn't allow him to get going with his legs and that's when he's so good. And I would much rather have, Josh Allen dropping back to pass. When I see him dropping back to pass, I'm like, all right. Um, I'm, I'm firmly believe the Chiefs can can defend you when he's throwing the football. It's when he's running that he becomes a problem. And 
for whatever reason, they took that away. And, and I thought it was like two halves of offense for the, for the bills. The first half I think is how they can win a game like that. The second half is, Oh, that's playing right into the chiefs hands. Now, whether the chiefs dictated that and forced some of those things and took away his ability to do kind of impromptu stuff, you know, I'll give them credit because they have been good in the midst of games continuing to adjust and get better. And you look at the scoreboard and they gave up seven in the second half last night. What minus three rushing, I think, in the fourth quarter. I mean, they really kind of get after things as the game went on. Um, and then Mahomes, I mean, just did what he had to do last night. I think he was really good last night. His numbers aren't glossy or anything, but uh, they were super efficient. What did they needed to do? He made all the uh, the throws that, that needed to happen, and they ran the football. And uh, you can't have any argument with the way the Chiefs played offensively, especially when it was, what, um, 78 plays to 47 for the Chiefs. Um, they got dominated in time of possession. They didn't have the ball a lot, but they were they were super efficient offensively. And yeah, credit Mahomes for not you know you could be in those situations. I think where uh, we we're not we don't have the ball a lot. Oh, we got to we got to make something happen when we do. And I, I didn't see that last night. It was real kind of process and really kind of staying in it and not trying to do too much and and, and being efficient and moving the ball down the field. So that was a that was a really well uh, scripted game for the for the Chiefs and I think two playoff games that have been that way as well we're seeing them play uh the best i think to their identity here in the postseason cling you know i love my basketball analogies i think that patrick is a player that you know there's some basketball players that if you need them to go score 30 they can score 30 if you need them to Mm -hmm. rebound they can rebound that day if you need them to kind of set other guys up and play pass first they can do so i think pat just takes on whatever this team needs him to be like this team needs him to be Hey, we need you to take care of the football. We need you to maximize our possessions and play smart. The last interception that Patrick Mahomes threw in the postseason was the AFC Championship game against Cincinnati. That is 164 passes he has thrown in a playoff game without throwing an interception. They have won all five of those games in which he hasn't thrown a pick. This offense, to me, really hasn't transformed as much as they have just eliminated a lot of those costly mistakes that really hurt them over the course of the regular season. Yeah, and, and another basketball reference because I've been kind of using that too. It's like a it's like a non-conference college basketball where I'm going to play 12 guys during the non-conference, and then I think of KU's always asked this question: Oh, how are you going to narrow your your rotation? And then, well, by the time conference season starts, they're playing seven and eight guys. I think the Chiefs did that on offense for sure. Like, yeah, we're going to try to play 12 at the beginning, and now we find the eight we could trust, and we're going to go there. Um, and then, yeah, Mahomes. I think he's probably going to still always battle that a little bit, right? In the postseason, he hasn't, but um, you know, I think he's always going to battle that. You know, trying to do too much versus trying to do what exactly they need. I think that that's. I don't think we're, we're ever going to want to all take that away from him. Um, but when they're playing, yeah, when he just kind of morphs into, hey, what do we need tonight? Uh, he's at his best when he takes off and runs. Right, he didn't need to take off and run uh, really uh, yesterday, like we like he has in in some other games. Uh, but. Uh, when do I need to run? I'll be smart about it and I'll, I'll need to run. I'm not, I'm not a runner per se, but I'll, I'll do it if we need to. And so, yeah, if he continues to, to, to play like that, that's again, that's accentuating your talent around you and then stepping up, knowing you're, the, you're also the best player on the planet when uh, the Chiefs needed to be. Right now, we're talking to Josh Klingler for a couple more minutes, part of the Chiefs radio network. He was on the sideline for the game. Kling, I think it's also important to really show respect to the guys who really stepped up as role players. I mean, this team is going to go as far as Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, Chris Jones, et cetera. 
But you got to give a guy like MVS a lot of credit who had two 30-yard catches in this game. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had a 27-yard run in this game. That is the third longest run that he has had in his NFL career. Chamari Connor, who had 10 tackles in this game. Jawan Taylor, who I know has struggled with penalties this year. He wasn't a problem. Your tackles held up really well. Harrison Bucker. We always talk about total team effort and a complete team effort. That is exactly what this was against Buffalo. Yeah, and guy that got knocked out Mike Edwards was one of those guys too and Mike Edwards goes out and you're like oh man you're already playing kind of he wasn't exactly the the uh, the starter you know he was behind Brian Cook and then Shamari Connor has to step in and do some things and then you bring I mean they just continue to kind of bring in guys on defense and seemingly not miss a beat they've they've had a little bit of a rotation Derek Nottie's out so you bring in Mike Pinnell um, uh, they've just done a masterful job of kind of weaving that picture and, and making sure that they have the, I mean, where would you be without Mike Edwards? I mean, who'd have thought something like that would have been the case. MBS, right. If he was completely, if he was completely in the tank right now, would anybody be surprised? Well, no, he comes and makes a couple of big plays uh, in this, in this particular game. Uh, CEH, if he'd have been in the tank this season and just said, I'm just going to play this out and that's done. We know he's got some other aspirations as well, working on his like nursing degree. And like, maybe he's thinking about, well, maybe this is it for football. No. He's continuing to kind of give you things here and there. And uh, I guess credit, credit whoever is in charge of the morale at times too, like keeping some of those, those guys that are, that are in it. You might, need to, you might need to see another one this week, Carrington. It might be Nick Allegretti. I don't know how the, the, the I didn't like the Joe Tooney injury yesterday. Um, he did not look like, uh, I mean, he's, a, he's as tough as they get. And he was, he was so hurt he couldn't go back in. And um, Nick Allegretti may have to be your starting guard for the remainder of, of the season. He steps into a to a different role, and I think they'll expect him to not miss a beat. So, yeah, those those uh, ancillary players uh, make special seasons, and I think that the, the Chiefs are showing a, a pretty good job of, of showcasing their depth. I'll get you out of here with this, Kling. I'm curious your opinion. We saw McCole Hardman. I'm wondering if you think that he will touch the ball again this postseason. Do you think McCole Hardman will get another touch this postseason for the Chiefs? I mean, the problem, Mary, is I think they're still looking for that option down the depth chart, right? But I thought really the last – they gave him an audition the last two games of the regular season, and I didn't really think gave you anything that said, yeah, okay, um, we can get you a little bit here. Uh, I don't fault him. They shouldn't – I mean, I don't know why you're, why you're doing that at the goal line in that situation. When Pacheco took himself out, he ran the big run down to the, uh, to the goal-to-go situation. He took himself out of the game, limped off the field. Then you had Clyde, as you mentioned, had his uh, had a twenty twenty plus yard run. Give him the football there. I don't I understand. I don't understand why you wouldn't just punch it in there. But from a receiver perspective, I mean, I guess he's going to get something because I, I still think that they're going to need a you know a, a third and fourth wide receiver. So I think he'll be in that in that little mix. So I will guess yes, he'll probably touch the football. I probably don't need to see the jet sweep or or anything from a running perspective anymore. I feel like that that was, those are some plays that worked like three or three years ago that probably need to be shelled. That is our guy, Josh Klingler joining us on the show today to recap the chiefs win over the Buffalo bills. He does sideline for the chiefs radio network cling. I want you to go take a second nap, my friend. I appreciate you. Well, uh, also uh, I, I did some, I did some uh, sourcing today. There is, there's no confirmation that, that Travis and Taylor will be at Allen Fieldhouse tonight. So just getting just getting that out there. I, I do not believe, um, as of yet, 
I don't think I don't think Taylor's ready for Allen Fieldhouse yet. Do you? I mean, I actually think that she's ready for it, but just, you know, at Arrowhead, you can kind of watch the game in private. If she had to sit courtside at the game, I don't know if they could actually play the game. You're telling me that she's going to go to a place with with seven to 8,000 college students? No chance. And and uh, suburban moms? Like, no, no way. No way. That is our guy, Josh Klingler. Appreciate you, Kling. Thank you, man. <laughs> See ya. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 